let's begin this episode with our random guest question uh, i will ask a question and i have two children in front of me who will give their best random guess which may or may not be right many of you would have seen people drinking tea and in the united states and parts of europe there is a tradition to make something called a sun tea so when you take a glass of water you add some tea leaves and you leave it out in the sun for a couple of hours and this is called a sun tea so now my question is once the tea is ready under the sun's warm light what do most people do with it next drink it would be the most obvious i mean obviously obvious but obviously it's probably not the obvious answer so maybe they pour it to the plants or they wash their tables and chairs with a cloth dipped in it because like when it's exposed to the sun it might get exposed to some vitamins that might make it like super hygienic so our table tops would become cleaner maybe they wash their hair with it if it gives them some special property or something wildly creative ideas but the answer is they take ice tea with this which means they take the warm tea from under the sun they add some ice cubes and drink it as ice tea so i have a question why can't they just like use normal tea to have ice tea certainly but i think the idea is a when you leave it under the sun it the flavor of the tea is a little different as compared to when you boil water and the tea leaves boil in it wow thank you adya thank you try for your wild creative guesses it was a lot of fun listening to your random ideas on what sun tea could be used for Yay! hi there this is sangeeta your host of this podcast channel what's new today if you like this trivia about iced tea from sun tea you might also like our newsletter i write a monthly newsletter listing all such curious facts about the world and we also put together interesting and positive news stories that kids and families would love to read so if this piques your interest do sign up for our newsletter which is completely free link to this is in the show notes below and coming to today's episode the sun's energy has held a lot of fascination for people And in today's episode we talk about an interesting new technology that has emerged and joining me in this episode to talk about this interesting technology are Hi I am Pranchi Chhadbar I am 11 years old I am a 6th grader from Aspi Nutan Academy Mumbai and I love reading Wow a bookworm Yes Awesome. I'm like not like a bookworm but I like reading. Hi, I am Meethan Bhatia. I am 12 years old. I am an 8th grader from SP Nutan Academy in Mumbai and I like to play outdoor games and sometimes indoor games as well. So what kind of outdoor games do you like? Um sports like football and cricket. You do you play them like at a very serious level or do you just enjoy playing? Enjoy for fun. Awesome. Can each one of you go ahead and make two statements about your own self? One of them is true and one of them is false. 
and I will try and guess which of them is true and which of them is false about you. I'm hoping that I'll get to know you better and maybe our listeners also will get to know you a little better. Pranchi, would you like to go start? Yes. Um, I really like listening to What's New Today podcast. And the my second statement is, I don't like playing badminton. So that was heavily loaded and I sincerely hope you love listening to What's New Today podcast. So I'm going to guess the second one is false. Yes, you were absolutely right. Thank you so much, Pranshi, for such free marketing for our podcast. Medhanj, what are your two statements? Um, I like to play sports along with my friends. And uh, the second statement is that uh, whenever I go to play, uh, I uh, play seriously like a normal footballer who plays matches. Okay, so because you told me earlier that you love playing for fun, both cricket and football, again, I'm going to guess your second statement is false. Yeah. Awesome. Great. It's good to have a limited edition bookworm and a sports person who enjoys the game and, and isn't taking the game too seriously. All right, so I know today's topic has absolutely nothing to do either with books or with sports. So why don't you tell our listeners what the topic is? If you tell a random person about, about solar panels, they will normally expect open fields, uh, green grass and high number of solar panels of them. No, but this is different. These are solar panels which are planted on water instead of on land. And they actually track the movement of the sun. So wherever the sun go, they literally follow it. You mean like how a sunflower opens. And I think yeah. the sunflower's petals actually move in the same direction as when the sun moves, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow, wonderful. So floating solar panels are a new type of solar panels that were introduced recently. They are planted on top of water and they float. There are anchor points on the water which are connected with two ropes. They go to 20 feet under the water and they hold the solar panels in place. Oh, like, you know, our ship drops anchor. And it yes, uh, the anchor also, it is an anchor point on the land. It is connected to the land also. Oh, so it's not too far out into a water body. Yes, it is like near the coast, not too far away. I also read about, you know, this topic as a preparation for today's podcast recording. So I definitely did find the idea of easing up land space and using a little bit of the water's surfaces for you know us to get some renewable energy it sounds very interesting but you know I'm not very sure if I completely like this idea so for example you know in my head if I go to a beach and I want to play in the ocean you know or I want to go and play in the waves I am not very sure if I want to have a lot of floating solar panels not very far from the coast would you be excited to see something like that? No, but uh, they're actually 
not they are not seas because yeah, not the waves, other beaches because the waves or the water might destroy them and they are very expensive they are placed on lakes and dams where the water is most expectedly uh, not moving oh that's a relief to know so no beaches will contain floating solar panels no no so this is really interesting to hear but when when you all read you know about the floating solar panels is there anything that you found very interesting that you know as a child you felt oh wow this is something new is there anything that stood out to you yeah um when i saw that they are put on water i expected it to be written that uh, water might be wasted to this but when i saw that floating solar panels are expected to save more than 106 cubic meters of water per year wow wow how does a floating solar panel save water floating uh, so- solar panels um, reduce the temperature of water and of course high temperature leads to sea water evaporation solar panels cool down the water and the water also cools down the solar panels wow okay that's what stood out to you is something yeah. very interesting and counterintuitive perhaps right so both what both of you have shared so far seems only like an advantage did you find anything that that may be a disadvantage yeah yes. like i think it spoils the perfect scenery because when we see the mountains and we see the trees there's also beautiful lake beneath it but with the solar panels in between it looks a little weird to me I don't I, like it much. I totally agree. You know, now I can imagine. As a child, I have always drawn scenery as two mountains with the sun in between and one river flowing from it. So now I will add a few squares, rectangles on the river, black color solar panels. That would definitely look really no, awesome. The future of scenery is. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's it's very interesting what you just said about. how it spoils the perfect scenery anything else that might be hurting us it does not hurt us that much but the fishes who live in the lakes and all or the view of the sun for them is uh, totally blocked so the rest of their life is in complete darkness it might also lead to the death of some species of algae or some fishes a floating solar panel as much as it is absolutely awesome as a renewable source of energy i am not so very sure if it is necessarily good for all kinds of marine life whether it is fishes or even plants that grow there you know which may or may not be denied the kind of oxygen and sunlight that they also need to survive okay anything else interesting that you all wanted to talk about out of the 10 largest uh, floating solar farms by capacity india actually has two out of the top 10 wow floating solar farms yeah where are they um they are in uh, one is in north i think and the other one is in south yes Achha. one is in um tel tamil no tamil nadu 
yes tamil nadu and the other one it's about to be the biggest solar farm in the, the world. world it is in madhya pradesh it is still under construction i'm curious on what what uh, on which water body are these on uh, the madhya pradesh one is on narmada river oh interesting and it will produce 600 megawatts oh very interesting i didn't know this so of course uh, if you're hearing this in the podcast that means our fact verification team has checked and uh, has agreed that you know these two are indeed some of the largest in the world and certainly the largest in the country next time i go boating in the narmada river i think apart from crocodiles i'll also see a few large black sheep correct i don't think so you will be allowed to go over there oh <laughs> with binoculars i can see yes the Maybe. first floating solar farm was made in uh, or netherlands and it was named proteus after the yes. greek sea god greek god Wow. Which brings us to another interesting part of this episode, which is quiz time. So, I'll ask you a few questions based on what we spoke so far so that it's uh gives our listeners an opportunity to check if they've really paid attention. Or shall we help our listeners test themselves? Help sure, them. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, okay. But uh before I ask you those questions, I just wanted to check would either one of you want to ask me questions based on what we've discussed rather than me asking you i think i want to ask you one question it in was last one. Ep- last episode i heard it was very fun to ask you questions okay i am glad okay let's do it the fun way pranchi why don't you get started in india where is the biggest uh, solar floating solar farm situated well either it's the one in the narmada river or is the one near tamil nadu you are 50% right okay okay let me give this another shot it is the one in tamil nadu no no, no. it is the one in madhya pradesh oh. narmada river oops i wasn't paying attention properly i think i was dreaming about the crocodiles in narmada river that i yes. can't boating right. the boating yeah right okay medhansh do you want to ask me the second question yeah. Okay. uh where was the first solar farm made in oh, and that what was it named that was in netherlands yeah. and it was named after the greek god uh, proteus yeah now so is it my turn to ask you the third question yeah yes true or false uh if there's a floating solar farm somewhere let's say on a lake or a sea the oxygen level in that water body goes up if there's a floating solar farm uh false i think that is false fantastic and before we wrap up uh i usually request our co-hosts about the what's new today kids podcast channel and their experience of listening uh, to this podcast channel and any recommended episodes that you would like to tell other children about you know that they can listen to after they finish listening to this episode uh i really like that um cyber cockroach one because it was very new for me and those little sorry ha 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 and wow 
effects in between i lo- i love those oh i love the sound effects okay noted and we'll ensure that our editors get a big pat on their back for doing such a brilliant job yeah uh, i like the video whether uh, sharks had the cameras on them i found it a bit weird as sharks are mainly known as if you go near them they'll bite you and you are ended but i don't expect people to place cameras on them and spy on the whole ocean from the back That of the new, yes. park oh yeah it 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 is really interesting and it we definitely do not imagine sharks walking around with a camera strapped to their heads or their backs right it's not how we imagine so i can i'm glad both both of you enjoyed these episodes uh, when do you listen to podcasts um, when i am free <laughs> what are you doing when you're listening to the podcast i'm just sitting and listening snacking something great so it's more like chilling time or like yeah you know, when i want to do rest my brain and not have to do a lot of difficult math homework then i turn mm-hmm. on the podcast and i listen how interesting did you find the topic when we shared this with you um i was i i, I was thinking that uh, this might be something for the future how is it happening right now i don't expect it so many to be already made i was thinking that um how could somebody think so much ahead uh, i was like does that even exist yeah and i think pranshi and medansh and our listeners if any of you doubts it you should take a trip to narmada river in india yes right yeah all right thank you so much it was wonderful chatting with both of you and that's it from us today new episodes on what's new today drop every monday and friday And if you'd like to be alerted each time a new episode is released, do remember to click follow and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.